0: It was guys like low-key, Christopher Daniels, who laid the foundation for this company. It's guys like AJ Styles and Samoa Joe that are still putting bricks on this company. Fear! Money! TNA is a bunch of hard-working young athletes who are looking to change the wrestling world.
1: Grey Wolf Entertainment presents Maximum Impact with Ned and Nims.
0: Welcome everyone to another huge edition, a Bound for Glory special of Maximum Impact. This is presented exclusively on the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by my tag team partner, Ned Tepper. Nettie, we are counting down to the biggest show in Impact in 2021. Last year was a damn good Man for Glory, but unfortunately it didn't have the... It didn't have the TNA audience there to enjoy it live, but, man, Impact has been firing in all cylinders. What's been good for the wrestlers of Impact, too, they've been having the crowd. They've been having the audience showing back some love. They don't have to just do it in an empty sort of arena. People are coming back, and this show is sort of their big relaunch back onto the world. And I tell you what, Nettie, this is going to be one of the biggest shows. But first off, welcome. How you going, man? Man, thank you, Nims. Exactly,
1: man. It's going to be an absolutely massive one, and they're not going to be in the impact zone. They're leaving. They're going to Las Vegas to do this one, which I was reading was the first time since sometime last year anyway. And they're getting Very away from time. all that COVID side of thing that you and I are dealing with at the moment, of course, still here in Australia. What You're still there in lockdown, aren't
0: you, Nims? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're we'll hopefully, look, our vax rates... They are going up, which is kind of good to see. There are parts of the country that are opening up. If there's anyone listening in Tasmania that's currently in their lockdown at the moment, uh, you guys held out a fair while, but unfortunately, it seems that this stupid virus seems to ruin no its way. way like like uh, like JLH into a a very tight swimsuit. But you know what? <laughs> it creeps in. It creeps in. It doesn't look good for the people, but nonetheless, you know, thoughts go out to our friends. In uh, Tasmania, going through this rough trot at the moment, it's basically only WA and Queensland that are normal here. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed, wow. you can all get an even playing field. But uh, yeah, for our friends in Tasmania that might be listening, you got a couple of things to look forward to. One, this will be a short lockdown for you guys. And two, the NBL fixture came out uh, only a couple of days ago, and the Jack Jumpers have some pretty marquee games. So, that's something to really look forward to. And I'm sure you boys will be talking about and talking hoops.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll be talking about the Jack Jumpers and the season preview coming up very soon. They've got themselves a little tournament happening there in Tasmania, too. So it's all about the hoops there. But of course, Nims, those Tasmanian people also have Bound for Glory to look forward to, like we all do. But it is right now the best time of the year. October, baby. Love it. A big, big, massive happy birthday to the one and only Jace L. Herbert, joined by his birthday buddy one week later in your good. Delphamina's or happy birthday for yesterday, my man. I hope it was a fantastic one. And, and the lady treated you well. You're looking, splendid. you don't even look a day over 24,
0: man. That is the, that is the kindest thing you've ever said. Uh, and I very much appreciate this. Uh, also it, it is the same day. My birthday is also the same day as, uh, your wedding anniversary. So you and your lovely wife, hopefully you guys were able to celebrate and you have a lot of, uh, shared milestones. I mean, you know, you got my birthday and uh, your wedding anniversary on the same day. Your middle daughter also shares your birthday, too, man. So yep. you, you love spreading the love on milestones for you, which is always good to see. Exactly. Our death day will be on the same
1: day, you and I and Nims, when Herbs kills us both in tandem, I guess. I'm not sure how it's going to happen, but that'll happen in the future, too. So, you know, we go down together, which is really cool in that sense,
0: too, Nim. <laughs> Certainly, man. And unfortunately for us, we won't be able to watch this pay-per-view together because we do have a little tradition that we do like to watch the big shows, things like your WrestleManias. We would love to watch a Bound for Glory together. We even used to watch the old one-night-only, one-off. They were like bonus TNA pay-per-views back in the day. And we might relive uh, one of those and just uh, go through some of those moments because we had like those hardcore themed ones. But uh, we're here to talk about Bound for Glory because this one is looking like it's going to be an absolute belter. It's going to be in Las Vegas and The card is stacked you want to talk about a company that is going from strength to strength i know not a lot of people it's tna slash impact and that's the reason why we started this podcast was because it really has been the whipping child for you know the pro wrestling world for a long time but um thankfully with uh, things with new companies coming on board new things like streaming impact plus all of this good stuff the youtube channel twitch people are sort of Digging back into T&A and seeing, wow, what the hell are we poo-pooing on? Because this stuff is really, really good. And right now, next week, they've got a chance to go out with a bang. So let's say we have a look at the mega card that's going to be coming from Las Vegas next week, Nettie?
1: Yeah, it's a great idea, man. And what I was saying before, man, I've got my notes here. It's the first time since they've left uh, Nashville, Tennessee, since sacrifice last year. So there you go, man. And this one, of course... The great thing about TNA at the moment is, is they don't have that sort of window between federations where it's like it's uncertain. We're going to have wrestlers from all elite wrestling, Lucha Libre, Triple A worldwide, and of course New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. So it's a little bit of a jack of all trades when it comes to the wrestling world going down in Las Vegas this coming Saturday or Sunday for us Australians. Nim, you got the day off. You're going to watch this one live, or, or what are your plans? I'll
0: be- I will be happily watching that live, man. That's going to be a very, very good, uh, cool little pay-per-view. In fact, I actually watched recently. I don't know if you saw the Knockouts Knockdown. That was a very, very cool little women's-only show that they did. Yeah, Um, very, very cool indeed. I think that's on the, I think it's still on the Impact Plus um, platform. So if you have, it it goes for a while. So if you've got a couple of hours, make sure you do check that out. It's an all-women pay-per-view. Very, very cool. Nice to see uh, some familiar faces there as well. But uh, I'll tell you, Impacts, Bound for Glory looks like it's going to have a few uh pretty familiar faces making their return. As we'll run through the card, we'll start from top to bottom because one of the my one of my favorite things that Impact does is the call your shot gauntlet. Now last year, I don't know if you did you watch, can you remember much of uh Bound for Glory 2020, Nettie?
1: I just remember that it was, you know. This time last year, there's a good thing to start with, of course. Just mm-hmm. being a little bit silly there. But yeah, it was there was no audiences like we spoke about. It was all COVID sort of restrictions and whatnot. And like we said, this one's going to have an audience. Mm-hmm. But matches and stuff off the top of my head. No, I can't really remember what went down. There was a call your shot gauntlet match you're saying.
0: Yeah. So now the call your shot gauntlet is not a new thing for TNA. They've done this in many other times. The thing is back in the day, it used to be called... The Gauntlet for the Gold. I don't know if you remember that uh, back in the day, because that's all it is. It's the exact same match. So basically, what happens is uh, it starts up. Two people are in the ring first, and then after a time interval, more guys join the phrase. So it's basically pretty much like a Royal Rumble with some Money in the Bank prizes. Now, last year, question for
1: you: Before you continue on, did this make any of our favorite sort of gimmick matches we talked about a couple of weeks ago? Did it? Did we bring this up into? Because I don't remember, man
0: no well this is the thing a gauntlet for the and this is what happens when you've got something like a royal rumble because yep. the royal rumble is such a perfect sort of multi-man match that there really is nothing that can sort of come up against it like if you have another battle royale like tna to have the gauntlet for the, uh, the call your shot gauntlet um wcw back in the day had world war three but the thing is No one remembers those because none of them are as good as the Royal Rumble. Like, yeah, they're cool, but no, but they don't have like, you know, the countdown. They don't have the the cool spots, things like that, which is because, you know, there's some things that WWE doesn't have that other companies have. Like, for example, you know, for a long time, they didn't have war games. They don't have a King of the Mountain match. They don't do the blood and guts like AEW does. So (laughs) to to each their own, like everyone's got a different sort of thing, but yeah. It, it's it's basically gone for the gold match. Last year, we had some pretty cool surprise names come in. This was sort of when things were opening up a little bit over in the States in terms of contracts. That's where guys like Brian Myers made his debut. Tommy Dreamer uh, was in yes. there. James Storm even made his return last year. Uh, Hernandez even was involved there too. And then he had a couple of names like, you know, Daivari, um, Sammy Callahan was in there too. And even some of the girls came in, which was quite amusing. Because you had, like, Tennille Dashwood, Emma, that used to be in WWE. And even Eddie Edwards' wife was in the I Call You I Shot listen. gauntlet last year. So- oh, I love that, man. I'm going to have
1: to re-watch that one because it sounds fantastic. Of course, it'll be on that app there. And, like, you were talking about this, man. And usually the old light bulb goes off midway. And I'm like, man, I am drawing a blank on that. So it definitely sounds like it's going to be worth watching before this week. Well, this-
0: this is what's. This is the thing that that I feel so robbed for a lot of um, Impact fans last year because it was only uh, at um, I think it was hard to kill, hard to kill the uh, the Impact special that they started putting in the fake crowd noise. Like remember yeah. they started just doing a little bit of fake crowd noise because it's hard to watch wrestling when there's no crowds, when there's no sounds, and you just hear like the slamming of the mat and just like you know like it was bizarre. It, it 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 takes you out of it and you just pretty much you can't sort of suck yourself into the 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 sort of moment a little bit so mate there is so much stuff that i don't remember from all wrestling in 2020 because and i'm a guy that remembers a lot of wrestling Nettie. we've talked about this before i can't remember what i had for, uh yesterday for dinner but i can tell you what happened on in 1998 on an episode of wwf raw um, <laughs> And these are the important things in life, man. Never mind last night's dinner. It's all about 98 or Yeah, exactly. But um, so I do feel bad because there was so much good stuff that happened in Impact last year. Like we saw Rich won as a champion. We saw Eric Young. Yeah, Eric Young was back. We saw Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan's huge feud. But the thing that ruins it all, Ken Shamrock was back. The thing that ruins it all is that there was no crowd, so you lost yourself a little bit. You get a little bit distracted, at least me personally, I did. But uh, this year's Call Your Shot Gauntlet looks like it is going to be absolutely mega. Now, at this point in time, you can eliminate your opponent any way, any way you want. But most of the time, it is over the top rope. But unlike a Royal Rumble, when you get down to the final two, it just turns into a regular wrestling match.
1: Ah, Which okay. Is- so it's not that you can't go over the top. You have got to pin them one,
0: two, three, or submit, mm-hmm. or, or submit, or you know do whatever. But uh, look at some of the names that are really re- that are making their uh, mark in this. So there are going to be twenty people in the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match. At the moment, we've only got five that have been named. So you got Rich Swan, uh, former former Impact champion, uh, Rich Swan, Moose also a former Impact champion Oops. slash TNA Oops. champion. Oops. You've got Brian Myers, who had an absolute belter of a match against uh, Christian Cage a couple of weeks ago on Impact. I don't know if you saw that one, Nettie, but they tore the house down yep. and uh, W Morrissey, formerly big Cass who has been killing it in Impact. Like oh. how good has he been, man? man? It has been amazing to watch
1: W Morrissey in the impact zone right there, Nims. And really like, this is like a real breath of fresh air having him come over. Just the perfect fit, man. Very similar to what we were talking about with EC3 and whatnot a couple of weeks ago. Like it is all about W Morrissey in impact at the moment. I think he's going to tear this one up.
0: He certainly will, man. And we've also got Chris Sabin as another one of the names that have been introduced in here. Now, the winner receives a trophy and a contract for a title shot of uh, within one year. So basically, like money in the bank. Now, W. Morrissey. At any
1: time, is that the go there? You can just be like, hell yeah, I'm
0: cashing it in, man. Run down with
1: the trophy on one side and boom.
0: (laughs) But they've got to do it before Bound for Glory next year. So last year, Rhino went and won the. Call your shot, Gauntlet match, but uh, there's a couple of couple of conditions here, and we talked about W Morrissey. W Morrissey has got the right to enter the Gauntlet last at number 20. So, are you trying to tell me Man. that this boy does not have? Now, we've already said he's, he's a big drink of water, very very talented cat too. So, whoever's like number 19 in the ring, oof, they've got they've got a very very tough uh, assignment ahead of them, don't they? Oh
1: yeah, man. That's my red hot tip to win that one. And Chris Saban, of course, is going, entering this win in at number one. So
0: he's got his work cut out ahead of him. It'll be interesting to see, Nettie, because, um, this is obviously there's five names. Who are the other 15? Like, is there anyone that you'd think that, you know, I'd love to see them run into impact and just have a shot at the, um, have a shot at the call your shot gauntlet because I reckon we're going to be seeing like you know the regulars maybe like a Tommy Dreamer make a little guest appearance. But uh, you know the the window's wide open as you sort of said before. There are people from everywhere coming into impact at the moment, and wrestling's just so fluid at the moment. I mean, who would you like to see make a Man, surprise that's the, appearance? That's the exciting thing right there with it, and I'm not a hundred percent sure who
1: I'd like to see, but I have seen recent pictures of uh big castle W Morrissey hanging out with Enzo, has mm. the door been totally closed for him? Like what is I know he got himself in a whole lot of strife, but that was in the WWE. Do you think that fans would accept him back into the into the fold in TNA?
0: Look, I think they would. I think they would mainly because Enzo, like you know, we all do some pretty stupid things back in the day. Well, and maybe it's not even like Enzo, um he didn't exactly he's never been convicted of any crimes he's never done anything like that but he has been in a lot of trouble and you know like we both know that when you're at at a certain age in life like sometimes trouble just comes looking for you and you don't want no part of it but that's just what happens i think that is what happened to enzo from what i've seen he's cleaned himself up really really good he's just a stand up sort of dude it's just the fact that he's pretty loud and he's pretty obnoxious that people sort of like get the wrong impression with him we've seen what yeah. w morrissey had to do man and the thing i love about w morrissey is there ain't nothing that he says that is not the truth like he was going and saying you know when i was doing shows and oh when i had like you know epileptic fits and when i was uh, really really sick you guys all laughed you are pointed you're like but now i'm back i'm healthy and i'm gonna prove you guys you know really stick it to you and i, and I respect that because that is what happened like people gave him so much shtick and he's killing yeah, it right, right now. So I would love to see him. I would absolutely love to see him. I'll tell you who I would I'm fingers crossed. And this is a big it's not it's not really a big big surprise if this would happen, but I would love to see it personally. Match an R V D back in.
1: Oh, man, it's going to have to happen, Rob Van Dam. Well, how about there's people like RVD, there's people like Alex Shelley, there's people like uh EC3. He's not even in the fold at the moment. You talked about Ken Shamrock before. Where's he at at the moment? These are all names that could enter this one, man, the gauntlet. Have you yeah, heard of really. any rumors or anything like that? Have you been on any of the internet forums and got your keyboard warrior on and gets all those <laughs> little internet gimmicks? Oh! Come Look, on, Nibs. Uh, if
0: anyone has, it's you, man. What about your boy Buddy Murphy? Well, this is yeah. That's the thing. Like Murph could uh, could make an appearance. He's been doing some appearances left, right, and center. So that should that could be pretty cool. We might even see some guys from AEW make their mark in there. You could be seen. You know, maybe the Young Bucks, maybe a Hangman Page. Maybe even a Kenny Omega the make Bucks it. Young Bucks
1: enter this thing, man. I will do a backflip in the freaking lounge room because the Young Bucks, Bucks are pretty amazing, right there, man. Like you said, Hangman Page as well. That'd be really cool. But Young Bucks, hell yeah. Who else would be cool? Man, throw Darby Allen
0: into the mix. How cool would that be? Hmm. Sting returns to the Impact Zone. You never know what's going to happen. We only know five guys out of out of twenty. So. This is going to be a real killer way to start the match or uh, start the pay per I reckon. So well done to Impact because like, you know how the WWE and I'm not turning this into a big peeing contest between WWE and, and uh, Impact or AW or whatever, but it kind of works out for the Royal Rumble because we all like to, you know, we, we, we do our Royal Rumble sweeps. We divvy up yeah. like who gets the mystery guys. Like don't only have like five mystery dudes, everyone else we know. So when we do hear like... Oh, there's Big E's music. We know who gets it. That's, oh, that's Jay's. That's Louie's. That's such and such. So it's cool that they do announce names, but it is also cool that Impact doesn't, and you're sitting there going, oh my God, it's Sting, or dude, it's Tommy Dream, or how good is this? Or sometimes you might be like, oh, good, it's Swoggle, or (laughs) yay, Matt Morgan's back, or Matt Ooh, Morgan,
1: <laughs> bring back Matt Morgan, baby. There was another one like that that you said last week, Tomco. What the hell is he doing? Yes. These days? Bring back Matt Morgan, bring back Tom Tomco. Let's get amongst it on the call yeah. your shot gauntlet match, baby. Bring in JLH, damn it. It's going to be the best. Exactly. So like, how... You're
0: idiots. Now, try and tell me, and I don't care what you say, if you aren't pumped for this match, and this is just one match that we're talking about, you aren't a wrestling fan. Like, you're just a hater. That's is it's as simple as that because this match they are giving you a great way to start off a pay per view. So, if you can find something that is wrong with what they're delivering right now, then you aren't a wrestling fan. And it's as simple as that for me.
1: Oh, hell yeah, man. Very well said. You are preaching to the choir on that one, Azor. Should we move on to the Impact X Division Championship, man, which has, of course, been vacated?
0: Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, a little um, in our last episode about the X Division and Option, and option C. Very, very yes, cool sir. little gimmick there. How you can sort of cash in the um, the X Division Championship, but to also so you're not like a double champ that gets put up, and they have a, a, a match for it. And Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin, and El Fantasma will be going head to head, a triple threat match for the Impact X Division Championship. It's gonna be cool to see. Trey Miguel, he is under he's just well, he's he's been ripping it up in the X division. Steve Macklin yeah. completely undefeated. I don't know too yeah. much about El Fantasma, though, but um from what I've seen, like in the little highlights package, this guy looks pretty cool. Yeah, most definitely, man. I can't really touch too much
1: on Al Fantasmo either. Trey Miguel, of course, like we were talking about previously, he's one of my favorite wrestlers at the minute. But I actually think Steve Macklin's gonna grab this one, Nims, because they are really strapping the rocket to his back and like really giving this guy a hype up. Like I haven't seen in quite some time. He's sort of got that old school sort of early days Ken Shamrock feel to him. Mm. Really, I don't know if you've seen much of him wrestle, but I think this will be a good one. I'm hoping Trey Miguel will get it, but I think it's gonna go Steve Macklin's way. What what are you sort of thinking there?
0: I think you're 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 right there, because the way that Steve Macklin's been going, man, he's been running rough shot. This guy is yeah. he's, he's one of the next big things. But you could say that same thing about Trey Miguel. But if we were True. sort of putting them like let's link them to like old school impact sort of guys, I'd put Macklin kind of like Samoa Joe, and Trey Miguel is in that sort of Christopher Daniels sort of mold. Like yeah, that's, a, that's is, a
1: very cool way to look at it. I like that. Yeah, yeah like cause Cause he's, another guy could, too that you're talking about before. Chris Daniels is going. Is he popping up on this pay per view, or he could be jumping into that gauntlet
0: match? Yeah, could be in the gauntlet. And on just, well, I know we we're getting sidetracked a little bit, but how could does Daniels look? The I mean, it's 20 years since he first was in the company. Like that's when he he was one of the first initial day one guys there, and he yeah. hasn't missed a beat, has he? It's crazy. Oh, 100%. When he entered the game
1: back into the impact zone, A, it was just amazing to see. just felt like so much nostalgia happening. But, yeah, two, man, he, like you said, he hasn't missed a beat. He looks just as good as he did back in the day. That man just is – he must be like he
0: must be pushing 50. He'd have to be. Yeah. yeah, very much so. And as I've mentioned before, one of the nicest dudes you will ever yeah. meet. Like right, Him and Kazarian – we're just two of the like the most humble sort of cats. I've, I've, if you haven't heard the story before, I'll tell it again, but I'll tell it in full. It's in one of our previous episodes, Maximum Impact. So jump into yeah. Greywolf ENT on the socials, scroll through the feed and have a look-see, or even head to greywolfentertainment.net, which actually has got a nice lick of paint on it at the moment, so you can see yes. all of our shows there. It's very, very cool. But yeah, um, like I said, I met them a couple of years at a WrestleMania weekend, and they were the most humble cats. Yeah, they almost it felt to me like they were like a minute away or two for asking me out. Hey, we're gonna grab a bite to eat. Do you want to come with? I'm like, no, no that's all good, dude. <laughs> they were just that friendly. <laughs> I <laughs> love that very... old school
1: Kaz through man with the Metallica logo. Do you remember that with the <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> But yeah, those guys just really, really cool. But Best. getting back to the match, I don't know about you Nettie, but I have a feeling that El Fantasmo might be pardon the pun, but the X factor a little bit because the guy's a Bullet Club guy and mm. just think, we've seen a couple of the New Japan cats make their way into Impact. We've seen a lot of AEW guys make their way into Impact. Could this be New Japan's turn to sort of you know try their luck at the Impact Zone?
1: Yeah. And that that's what makes it so exciting here at Impact is these other federations entering, like we were speaking about earlier, maybe. And on that point, what do you think about the Bullet Club? It's sort of seeing a, a bit of a resurgence there in Impact at the moment. What, what are your sort of thoughts on that, Azor? You like I seeing them it. run wild again?
0: I love it because they were really, really quiet for a while, but then we see... And Jay White, he's also a New Zealander as well. And do you remember Nettie? We actually yeah. saw one of his first matches on like one of those New Japan shows back in the day. Of when course, he was, I don't. He, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but please do tell. So, because he was a uh, Switchblade back in the day, and he still is oh, Switchblade yes. now. And yep. do you remember when we like? Well, I remember first seeing him, and, and all we sort of said was like, oh, "Yeah, the guy's from New Zealand." Yeah. Hmm. That, that's cool basically it's funny when he's
1: shooting a promo with that new zealand accent as well too like it's you know you have a little bit of a giggle there like
0: yeah <laughs> just yeah. very close to home because because yeah because it doesn't really sound too intimidating because we're so used no, to like it doesn't new really. zealand is being so chill and more like oh bro i'm gonna kick your head in bro
1: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna kick your head in bro and then we'll go out for a pizza <laughs>
0: But man, this is gonna be pretty, this is gonna be a hell of a match. Like that's why I sort of that's why I sort of say. Like I'm 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 gonna side with you, Hinetti. I would love to see Trey Miguel um get the X Division Championship because the guy's been a workhorse. Like, try and yeah. tell me in the past 12 months that this boy has not torn it up every time he steps in the ring.
1: Oh, he well, definitely has man, he's he's out of control that guy there. Trey Miguel is the future of this company. I think mm. I've won and i said it before, absolutely love him. But unfortunately, I do think Macklin's going to get it. They seem to be really riding that Macklin train at the moment.
0: Mm. Yeah, look, if Macklin doesn't win, it'd be because of shenanigans, I reckon. like It'll be like Fantasmo just takes him out or something like that. I would love to see uh, Miguel win, as I just said, but uh, I, think you're, I think you're right. If you think with the head, I think Macklin is going to get that belt.
1: Oh, very interesting. Though you do bring up shenanigans, it could could we see the Bullet Club interfering that sort of thing? Uh, Who knows, you know? oh, man. It's it's exciting though. Like so, there there we have it. We've got two
0: amazing matches to kick things off, man. And we're not even sort of getting warmed up. No, great no. And this is this is pretty cool because uh, the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship is going to be there. Uh, Decay, which is Havoc and Rosemary, will be putting their belts up against the debut. Of the inspiration, Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay, aka Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, the Iconics, the two Aussie gals from uh, XWWE, are going to be making their TNA debut. It's going to be insane, I reckon, because like I- I've always felt that these two these two girls are best as a tag team. They were so great as the Iconics. Yep. I don't know why they were split up, because but. I kind of see why they split up because you can make more money out of two people than you can out of one tag team, I think is the logic behind it. But um, yeah, the good thing, the good thing is though, TNA, like impact these days, you can't just walk in and win a title. You're not just going to no. walk in and win a championship. And are you trying to tell me that havoc and Rosemary are just going to like go down without a fight? I do not think so. Here's a question for you, talking
1: about these girls being former Australians and whatnot. I remember seeing them at the WWE show that we went to at the MCG, the Super Showdown, a couple of years ago, which was very, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: very impressive seeing them wrestle. Did you ever sort of cross paths with them in your MCW days, or was that sort of before your time?
0: So I sort of got involved in MCW and Melbourne City Wrestling. Uh, I got involved in about 2018. They made it back to the WWE. They made it to the WWE. In 20, say 2015? Yeah, so they'd been around for a little while then. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, they would have been because, remember, they were on the NXT show that we went to go see um, with Jay and your cousin and um, uh, two of your kids when they came down to old uh, Margaret Court Arena back in the day. That was an epic, epic show right there. There you go. No, just out of interest,
1: I was like, I was wondering, have, have you sort of had any that you've sort of seen that have made that next step that are like, oh, that's my boy Azor, or is it, are you just waiting for the next, you know, the next crop, I guess?
0: Uh, there is a next crop there. The, the the person actually that I do consider as someone uh, that's definitely, you know, one of our boys, quote unquote, he's actually one of the girls, Indy Hartwell. In fact, you can go back into the uh, Grey Wolf Entertainment archives in fa- Ooh, and yeah. click on click on the wrestling tab because uh, we've done an interview with uh, Indy Hartwell and she's just an absolute superstar. That girl, like she's just—it's very very funny because she is like a soccer mad Melbourne girl. You know, played <laughs> played soccer like, uh, but loved wrestling. Always wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, real sport never really quite cut it out for her, so she started doing wrestling little local events. Went around the country, and now she's doing some good stuff at um in the WWE as part of uh, the way with Candice LeRae and uh, and um, Johnny Gargano. So, yeah, Indy Hartwell definitely one to watch. So make sure you do check her out when she comes on board. But uh, I feel, but I I feel for um the iconics in this match because not the iconics, sorry, the inspiration. Because I, from what I gather, these girls haven't ever sort of come up against someone like Havoc and Rosemary, because when you look at Havoc and Rosemary, they're like no other women you've ever seen wrestle before, wouldn't you say? Like, they're not like, Uh, they don't fit a mole, do they?
1: You've hit the nail on the head right there. I believe all, I I think the inspiration aren't going to be too inspired after uh, coming up against the K. Havoc and Rosemary are terrifying. You couldn't get, (laughs) there's nothing like them in the WWE right now. You're talking like if Abyss was a female teaming up with, I don't even know Kane this. Or is someone, a ter- you know. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like their sisters or their wives or something going mm-hmm. at it. And I think this is going to be a one-sided affair, personally, but we'll have to wait and see, of course. But yeah, like you said though, man, I they've never come up against anything like this before. It's going to be interesting to see how they sort of handle the situation.
0: Also, we haven't really seen the iconics really really wrestle like the girls their personalities are like 11 out of 10. They're yeah. top tier personalities like they shine when it comes to the microphone and the character work and stuff like that but what a lot of people don't know because the wwe is more like you know so it's, it's sports entertainment it's entertainment based yeah these two girls can wrestle like remember when we saw them in nxt like that's one of the main reasons that we really got behind them. Like first, cause I was Australian, but secondly, because you know, these girls can actually wrestle.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah, man. But can they wrestle to the stanzas of havoc and Rosemary? Do you think they can hold it with them?
0: That's the thing. That is the X factor because I have a feeling that these two are going to get the ever loving tar absolutely beaten out of them. Maybe How down the much track. Can
1: they wrestle though? Is this going
0: to go, is this going to get bloody or what are we
1: thinking here? Because it's nothing out of the ordinary for, you know, Havoc and Rosemary to go down that sort of dark path, but the iconics that would be very, or the inspiration that would be very sort of new to them, would you think, or not really?
0: I would think that it would be very new. Uh, I'd like to think that uh, at one point in time that they will come up for him, but I do think that this is probably going to be the start of a very big rivalry. Um, They are a very good tag team. The knockouts division have got a very, very cool. a cool roster in terms of their women tag team. They're the only ones on the planet, really, that have got a female tag team division, and that's yep. WWE, that's AEW, that's New Japan Pro Wrestling. You will not find a roster that has got a better women's division and specifically women's tag team division than Impact at the moment. But I'm I'm going to throw your memory, I'm going to dial your memory back a little bit, Nettie, because yeah. do you remember. But do you remember when Ali? had her feud with rosemary back in the day yeah yeah i Allie, think so was, Allie, um she, um like you remember like she she was the full-on sort of bunny kind of gimmick she was all cute and cuddly kind of thing oh yes 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 i definitely do yes and she had to evolve a little bit there was a bit more of an edge like because yeah. unfortunately for her rosemary just um yeah, it just wasn't – sorry, not Rosemary. She was fighting on behalf of Rosemary. Who was – who's Ellie up against? We're talking Ali like in
1: the – Yeah, sorry. we're talking
0: like 2016 here. So this is, this is going to be a lot. <laughs> long, long...
1: Oh, No, but I know this... what you're saying here. Like, you know what I mean? The Havoc and Rosemary, they just take it to an absolute different level. And I remember that feud that you're talking about because she had to go to that more dark side. Like, you're talking – cool, like almost – they're walking into hell sort of stuff like which yeah. actually does happen on impact
0: yeah because she was up against sue young she was up yes, against sue yeah, young Chloe. that's who it was uh sue young and uh because she sort of had the channel like the spirit of rosie big uh, rosemary yeah. because it's just like you are too nice ally you've got to like you know you gotta open up that dark po- uh, that dark passenger inside of you and i thought that was so cool because you look at ally And what she's doing in Impact, not in Impact, sorry, but in AEW right now, which, where she's with the Butcher and the Blade. This, this is the same wrestler that started her career as Cherry Bomb, the cute little blonde, ditzy kind of girl. And now she's just an absolute badass. I reckon that's what the Iconics are going to have to do if they think they've got a chance of getting those belts off. uh, Oh, I'd like to
1: see it, man. I'd like to see it. What was the name of Abby's old guy? Like, you know, the Reverend Father Mitchell or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah, that's the
0: one. Uh, James Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah AKA he going to come
1: out there and do his weirdness.
0: A.K.A. the sinister minister in uh, ECW. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, are,
1: but are we going to say
0: that Decay is going to get the win here, Nettie? I'm going
1: to say Decay is going to get the win, but where are you going? Like These girls aren't just going to wander in into the impact zone and pick one up, but uh, I'm going to stick with Havoc and Rosemary.
0: I'm going to stick with Havoc and Rosemary too. I reckon this is going to be the start of a big series of matches. And I reckon the inspiration are going to have to channel something that's a little bit more different, but they might do that down the track. So they definitely will put up a very, very good fight, but um, they're not going to be good enough for Decay, I reckon, because Decay aren't your regular standard uh, female wrestlers.
1: Not this time round. Not with the devil being summoned to help them out as a third tag team partner in their nim. How about the Impact Knockouts Championship though? Mickey James was doing a little bit of commentary on the show you were talking about before. She's gonna to have to step back into the rim and get it done against Diona Perazzo. What, what are you thinking there?
0: Deanna Perazzo has dominated this division in the past year, like. She's taken all comers. She's gone from Tennille Dashwood to uh, Kylie Ray. Everyone has tried to step foot and step up to the virtuoso, and they have absolutely failed. She's been the best thing in Impact female division. She's been the torchbearer. She's been like, I can't think of any more good things to say about Diana parazo She's even gone to Mexico defended the title there she's gone to the NWA to felt Defended defend the belt there she's been a fighting champion she has just been a superstar it but, sounds
1: to me like she's done more in the previous year than what our buddy herbs has done in the previous 40 years of his life
0: this is correct I mean she's gone from country to country he won't go he, he won't even leave the suburb of three4 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I ain't driving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told you this is what happens when I drive. Yeah. <laughs> He's convinced if he leaves the city limits of that postcode that something bad will happen to him. And to be fair, stuff always has happened that's bad to him. Maybe J-Force or like,
1: you know, the COVID thing coming. And now that that's around, he definitely ain't leaving the 3 4 O. But back on to De- <laughs> Deanna Ferrazzo. I do apologize <laughs> to listeners who are like, who is this J-Sal Herbert guy? He's like a interesting character that we used to do a podcast with. We're both friends with him. Nims by choice, I might add.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Out of the 40 odd years too, that he has been on this planet. He has only made two friends and they're on this podcast as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) He he just hates everyone else. Uh, And (laughs) us as well, to be fair. This is true. Uh, Ned did joke that we will die together because herbs will kill us. He's very true. We're going to walk out of a supermarket one day and Herb's and the demon is going to come straight through that front door. Oh,
1: yes, indeed, man. <laughs> well, we won't see it coming, but we sort of will. But yeah, mm-hmm. Deonna and Mickey James, man, like she's been out of the sort of loop for a little while back on the scene. Do you think she's the one to sort of take it away from Deonna?
0: I reckon, I reckon she will. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I don't reckon she will win the title but I do reckon she will absolutely take it up to Deanna Perrazzo because, yeah, sorry, it's no disrespect to Deanna Perazzo. I mean, I just, I just absolutely for the past, you know, two or three minutes there, but Mickey James has been in wars with Trish Stratus. She has wrestled Lita. She's wrestled Gail Kim back in the day. She's wrestled Tara. She was one of the original knockouts back in the day. So, if Diana Perazo Diana Perazzo has gone and defeated a whole bunch of people, but Mickey James has been in wars and she's won a lot of them too. So maybe Diana Diana Deanna, Deanna Purrazzo, the Virtuoso might underestimate just exactly what Mickey James is all about. Oh, she's t- She's definitely underestimating
1: her 100%. But the thing is, we're talking about age comes into play here a little bit, which saddens me a bit, Nims. Yes, she did have those epic battles with Trish Stratus. I reckon there was a... Was it the one where she was trying to come on to Trish Stratus? Because I remember that so well in the WWE back in the day. But that's the thing, man. It was back in the day. She's been out of the loop for a little while as far as those big epic battles where Deanna, as you just mentioned, has been doing putting in work I think she's going to get this one over Mickey as much as I'd like to see it go the other way.
0: See now I would, I would agree with you 100% there normally Nettie, but the one thing that does make me think that Mickey James can still live up to it is her second WWE run, because remember she was taking it up to people like Alexa bliss. Um, She was going up against Naomi, Natalia, Nikki Bella, uh, all of these girls, She sort of came back and was able to hang with them a little bit uh, with the new faces. Whereas Diona Perazzo. I mean, no disrespect to the opponents that she's been up against, but you know, people like Kimberly, Rosemary, Taya Valkyrie, guys like that, girls like that, sorry, even jazz, an old school, an old jazz, not old, sorry, uh, you know, an advanced, an older jazz. (laughs) <laughs> and, to, you know, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want people to, to take this the wrong way. I know she's defeating Havoc and Tennille Dashwood, but look at the people like, Mickey, are you trying to tell me that Mickey James couldn't defeat those guys either? Like, Mickey, yeah, James, 100%. Mickey James could
1: take uh, No, I, I agree, man. It, it's good to have a little bit of this sort of conversation. The, mm. You're right. The level of opponents is not as impressive as Mickey James is because you're listing off, like, you know, like some of the best of the best when it comes to women's wrestlers there. And Mickey has, of course, torn it up with all of them. So you're saying Mickey's going to come in. She's going to get it done.
0: I reckon she'll get the job done. I think that she will get the job done. And if, uh, but the other thing that we've seen, especially in past episodes of impact, Deanna Perazzo knows how to fight dirty and something will happen. She'll beg, borrow or steal. resort to some pretty shady tactics and she will get a win somehow. She'll keep that title. I I'd, I'd, I'd love like Mickey James will, bring it up to her, but she's not going to... I don't reckon she'll going to give her that belt.
1: Oh, okay. So you know, you're saying, yeah, that's what I'm saying as well. I think it's going to be one hell of a freaking epic brawl. I think Mickey will do, throw everything at her bar, the kitchen sink, but mm. Perazzo is going to play dirty and get it done and crawl over the line. I just can't see Mickey getting the win here as much as I'd like to see it.
0: The, the reason I say that is because... Deanna Parazo never won of this match. She's always like, No, nah, you didn't earn your shot. You didn't earn your shot. It's like yeah. Mickey James, man. What are you talking about? She she wants to take your title. She will take your title. Like Scott DeMore had to make this damn match. So uh, so hopefully there'll be a good fight. Maybe um Mickey will knock some sense into Deanna Perrazzo a little bit. But I reckon that uh I reckon Mickey will win, but Deanna Perazzo will still walk out at the championship because remember. You have to pin the opponent. And we've seen Deanna play dirty. And I reckon that's what's going to happen.
1: Okay. So you've gone that little extra bit further. Hey, I've got to give shout outs to Mickey James, too. Astronomicon, Astronomicon 4. Mickey was there, man. So you
0: know I'm on Mickey James. <laughs> Team Mickey, baby, let's get this
1: job done.
0: Hells to the year. And an old school TNA original as well. So we'd love to see her uh, raise that gold one more time. Speaking of TNA originals, raising the gold the let's get to the impact world championship this is the final match on the card and this is going to be absolutely mega christian cage made his shock return to impact he's the man that beat kenny omega and i don't know how much you know about kenny omega Nettie, but uh, there's not a lot of people that beat him (laughs) that's exactly right i believe christian cage is the only person who have pinned him in like the last
1: year or even more than that i think even two years man yeah. 2 years yeah Kenny Omega he's something else man I love I'm a big Don Callis guy man I just think that he's amazing and I like he just makes me laugh every time I see him there in that pink suit and carry on on AEW what what is Don Callis's status just sort of changing things up but kind of not at the moment with TNA because you don't see him on there as much as you used to
0: No I think he's very much hanging off the coattails of uh Kenny Omega and the and the Elite at the moment I have uh, noticed that, yeah. But uh, yeah, he, right. that, he's 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 definitely been working on his tan, Nettie. Have you seen the man? He looks like a leather jacket half the time. He
1: does, man. Just another reason I love him—a leather jacket wearing a pink suit. What could be more funny? Out carrying just old school entertaining, Don Callis. Got to love him. But yeah, you're right. So last two years, when it comes to Omega, hey, I didn't realize that the man is. Well, he was just um, named number one on that PW500 PW, list or whatever think, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah, man. That guy is doing some very big things. But our boy Christian Cage, TNA from back in the day, like you were talking about in the glory days of the 07s, 8s and whatever, he is the current and reigning Impact Wrestling Champion. And I think it'll this one's going to be a very epic one because Josh Alexander, he deserves this match, man. He has been putting in work.
0: Very much so, and we saw what he's been doing in the X Division, and this is another cool little storyline here. Um, not not just in the in the big grand scheme of things of uh, TNA wrestling, but just in the wrestling business in general, because yeah. you got yourself a a veteran, a guy, a Christian Christian Cage, a guy that has been in multiple WrestleManias. He has had the some of the greatest matches you will ever see. He's main evented. Couple of Summer Slams. He's been a WWE um, um, World Champion. He's been an ECW World Champion. He's been a TNA World Champion of Old. He's been an Intercontinental Champion. He's been so much. He's done so much. And even this year, he was in the Royal Rumble. Like he was in the WWE Royal Rumble. And I, I I'm, I'm pretty sure you can remember this, Nettie. We all absolutely lost our minds when we heard Christian Cage, uh, when we heard Christian's music hit in the Rumble this year. It was just so cool to see him back. This time around, what I love about it is it's the, it's as our buddy Jay would, have, would say, it's fresh and new. <laughs> like fast
1: lane. Yeah, there you have <laughs> it, man. This, it, it is, it is fresh and new. And Josh Alexander, though, he, he's come a long way, Nims, because he was very much for me anyway. And this is no disrespect to the man like we often talk about. He basically looks like pro wrestler number one on one of those video games, wouldn't you think? <laughs> he does. Like, really create a wrestler. Yeah, th- that's what you start off with and you're him, but the man has he cashed in option C, beat uh, my boy Sabin in an epic battle. And, man, I don't know. Like, do you think this will be the time for him to get it done over Christian Cage? What do you think the plans are here for Impact? It's like a... I hope yeah. Christian Cage hangs onto it, but
0: Alexander's been on such a massive role. Is it his time to shine? He has been on a massive role, but remember, like this is the thing that I think that let him down a little bit. Like he is a fantastic wrestler. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Josh Alexander, but the thing that we all remember him mostly, I reckon at least, I'm, this is just me personally, but him in the North, like he's yeah. a tag team specialist. Like I still see him and Ethan Page, like, you know, ripping it up. Like, yeah, not, I don't not know. Was had...
1: I sleep... Sorry, I was going to say, was I sleeping under a rocker or anything? But what the hell happened to all ego Ethan Page? And when did he roll up on AEW? When did they split those guys up?
0: Uh... just all of a sudden, Josh
1: Alexander. That must have been when my Impact Plus got taken off me. You know what I mean, man? Because all <laughs> of a sudden, they're
0: gone. I think it was at um maybe Emergence or yep. hard to Hard to Kill. I, I I just I remember it was it's the same pay-per-view that Matt Cardona debuted. So the the one that Matt Cardona debuted was the was the pay-per-view that all ego Ethan Page left. That was oh, his last one. So it's funny and I can't you said
1: that because I definitely remember the debut, but I don't remember mm-hmm. him leaving. So yeah, there you have it. He's yeah. doing good things in AEW though.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much so. Absolutely. But um Speaking of my boy, Matty Card, uh, Matt Cardona, he uh, also is absolutely killing it in impact at the moment. But, um, is he what? And, and you know that I'm a very, very big Zack Ryder fan too from back in the day, Nettie.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I definitely do, man. So it's great to see him there in impact, man. Like, you would be loving life with that aspect. And another interesting thing here is Christian Cage also probably. Well, I guess not so much now, but he was also known best for his tag team work with Edge back in the day as well. So he's got two former big time tag team champions here, now wrestling solo, now going head to head, sort of like the current versus the future of Impact.
0: And this is where I think you touched on it briefly, Nettie, and I reckon you are 100% spot on. I don't think this is quite, um, I don't think it's quite Josh Alexander's time yet.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that Christian Cage is going to hang on to the belt there. But then, where does where's Josh Alexander go from here, Nims? Does he go back into the X Division realm where he absolutely dominated? Does like what the hell does he do next? If he if he doesn't win the belt against Christian Cage, what's the future hold
0: for Josh Alexander? That's that's a very good question. And the only reason that I, I'd say that that's not the be all and end all is because you look at guys like Eddie Edwards. Sammy Callahan, Uh, when they lost the championship, they were still in the mix. They were still in that little mix. Um, They had some absolutely violent matches, but um, Josh Alexander, I, I, I don't know. Can you say, and this is a very superficial sort of thing, Nettie, but can you see him standing there with the world title? Like, I can't picture that in my head. I just can't. And I don't know why.
1: No, uh, it's because he looks like pro wrestler, creator wrestler number one. He's not like, you know, and I'm saying that with respect, man, because yeah. I do not want to cross him. But he's not the poster boy for Impact Wrestling, is he? Like no. At the end of the day, a poster boy for Impact Wrestling is a guy like Christian Cage who's been there, done that, paid his dues. I can see Chris Sabin sitting there with the belt oh, around saying,
0: him. I could see Rhino reason, or someone like Santa. that. Yeah. Yeah. I could same. see someone like um like Rhino or you know, I could even someone one of the Good Brothers or something like that. I could see them up there. Yeah. But uh and don't get me wrong, I just can't it just I can see Ethan Page and the North, like Ethan, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander as the North proudly there with those belts in the air. But it's kind of like then again, I just thought of something there, Nettie. We never thought that we'd see Bully Ray as like a world champion. Like, we very never true. would have thought that back in the day. So, yeah, it's mate, a very mate.
1: similar situation. I tell you what, like, this time next week, we'll probably know, Nim. Like, we're almost going to know, is what I'm going to, like, you know, well, soon we're going
0: to know damn soon we'll, we'll what is going to We will definitely what the figure future? that out. Yeah, yeah. So, now the heart says Christian Cage and the brain says Christian Cage, too. So, I've got to go with that guy.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to say the brain says Alexander because they both sort of fired down that Christian <laughs> Cage line. But even the fact that Josh Alexander is there on the biggest pay-per-view of the year, headlining in the main event. The event. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You're in the main event, man. You have come a long way. So there's no sort of, you know, disheartened to – it's a good thing. He, he's definitely making moves. But, yeah, the current gimmick, I just – like you said, I just can't see it happening. But hey, we we could both be wrong on this one. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, that is a week away. Impact Wrestling, bound for glory, live from Las Vegas. It is going to be absolutely mega. Do yourself, a ba- uh, do yourself a favor. Beg, borrow, steal, do what you need to to watch this <laughs> pay-per-view because it is going to be an absolute belter. And Nettie, I'm going to be pumped for it as well. It's a big weekend of wrestling. Oh, hell yeah, man.
1: I'm very much looking forward to this one. Next weekend, it all goes down in Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. Excellent, excellent place right there. And can't wait to see what sort of crowd they get as well, Them, Hopefully they get a decent crowd there.
0: I reckon that they will. I reckon that they will because a lot of these Impact fans have been starved. Uh, and the the only reason that they, that they've been having the small crowds is because they had a lease for a little bit. Like, so anyone that wants to go and, you know, poo-poo on impact at the moment say oh well look they've only really got like you know rows too deeper people it's like no, no this is a hangover of the pandemic they got this place on the cheap for a long term because we all didn't know how long this stupid thing was going to go this is, is that the return right? yeah this is the return of impact because remember before covid came in they were picking up steam impact was picking up steam they were they were getting some crowds slammiversary three years ago had a fair few uh in in attendance they were doing some pretty cool stuff like going to nightclubs and filling out those venues and things like that and they're slowly this is the relaunch this is the big bang of um impact sort of second go uh at um restarting after the pandemic sort of completely crushed everything last year and I cannot wait to see what happens. But do yourself a favor. Like it is so easy to watch these pay-per-views now as well too. It's going to be live on fight TV. And uh if you've ever seen a fight TV stream, I mean maybe that's how you watch AEW or whatever, they look after you. There'll be there'll be the chat there too. So you can chat with other fans. It's going to be mental. It's going to be fantastic. You can chromecast it, but it's a solid pay for you and I haven't been excited for a Bound for Glory like this. Well, probably last year I was pretty excited for it because there was all those <laughs> new names coming in. But um, yeah, Impact's on a roll and if you don't believe it, do yourself a favor, sit out, sit out for like uh, block aside a couple of hours, watch a few Impacts and I guarantee you, you'll be ordering uh, Bound for Glory this weekend.
1: Oh, most definitely. You make some excellent points and, and that there, Nims. And finally, like you say about the pandemic, putting a sort of a stop to impact. Now that we've sort of got them through that, I was actually terrified that that could be the end of it. So hats off to those guys for putting in work and and sticking with it and getting through, you know what I mean? Because I, I was worried there
0: for a while. And there is absolutely, you know, it, it makes sense as well. But um, because... You'd think, oh, with everything opening up, why'd people go back to Impact? No, it seems like everyone wants to come to Impact now, which is pretty damn cool and just goes to show that they are doing some fantastic work. But, uh, it's been a fun way. I really wish that, unfortunately, we're all putting, uh, we're still going through some COVID issues here in Australia. Hopefully, you know, we get our jab rates up and things will be going back to normal pretty soon because I would have loved to have made the trip down or trip across to H town and go check out this pay-view with you and the kids, man, it would have been so much fun next year, my man
1: next year, it's got to happen.
0: Hell yeah. But uh, man, before we wrap things up here on maximum impact, make sure you do check out some of the other fantastic uh, flavors that we've got here on the gray wolf entertainment network. If you're a wrestling fan, uh, a brand new road, wild 1997 ninety-seven pay-per-view will be dropping very, very shortly. Uh, I'll, it's all recorded. It's in the can. I've sent you the that link. One Eddie, so that one will be out by the time this one drops, Azor. It's probably out right now. Oh, yeah. So if you're a wrestling fan, make sure you check that out for some old, old school Pika wrestling. But there is so much going on in the world of Grey Wolf Wrestling. We mentioned that the NBL season, the 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 fixture came out a couple of days ago. But things are really, really heating up in the NBA during the off season as well. I'd love to get your take. In fact, maybe maybe it's something for a, a Talking Hoops episode later on because I, I really want to hear what you three have to say about Ben Simmons and uh, this weird relationship that he's having with Philadelphia at the moment because oh, man, I've never, never seen what, anything gonna... like it.
1: He's got to be the most hated person in Philadelphia. Almost the world at the moment, but our new guy, Trey, still loves him regardless. He's a big Ben Simmons guy, but, man, it's concerning. Latest thing is is Philadelphia is holding suit, man. They're not moving, so it looks like he's going to play. But then he's threatened that he'll sit out if he has to play for them, so we're talking lots and lots of money that's a very much a popcorn situation right there. And you're talking, talking hoops. The Eastern conference preview is out right now. Hit up facebook.com slash talking hoops podcast. Cause up next, we're going to be doing a preview on the Western conference with your boys in there, the Los Angeles Lakers names who have had a terrible start to their off season, but mm. you know, it's all getting out the loose ends, I guess. And I, I still think they'll be pretty good.
0: I I've mentioned this before, but I love that. Uh, like, cause I I'm, I'm like, because I like a couple of Lakers pages on the old uh, Facebook and whatnot, and you see them just like, oh, you know, this is a disaster. This is thing. And just like the Los Angeles Lakers, we are one of the most spoilt NBA teams that you will ever see. Like mm-hmm. if you're if, – okay, so if you're our vintage Nettie, you would have at least seen two NBA three-peats in your lifetime. <laughs> So so if you're thinking oh no and we're the reigning champions. So don't yeah, be thinking exactly. like So don't be thinking like, oh, no, it's so hard for us Lakers supporters. Come on, pull your socks up, guys. (laughs) Man, but we'll be talking about that one
1: in depth. And, yeah, new episodes of We're Old Now coming out soon too. The Grey Wolf Network is on full throttle at the moment. And like Nims said, check out that latest edition of
0: Reliving the War. Thank
1: you so much, Nims. It's all at greywolfentertainment.net.
0: Very, very cool. If you love your fantasy football too, uh, Fitz and the Madman Matty Grace, uh, when Madman Matty Grace isn't too busy betting the fine women of the (laughs) Wimera, he's doing all the numbers and crunching everything like champion data would. And make sure you check out uh, the Fantasy Football Fanatics podcast. That is out and doing some great things. I think there's a brand new episode out uh, a couple of days ago as well. So make sure you do. Oh, man, have that a look one like see- dropped
1: yesterday or the day before. And very fun thing happened through the week. Not fun because it's very serious. But the the situation with the Raiders. And, of course, we talk about our buddy Jace throughout this. And, well, he's... he's in a real pickle at the moment, he doesn't know what to do, but I think he did say he's going to remain loyal to the Raiders despite their coach or whatever being a big old bad yeah, person.
0: Well, yeah, he's 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 coach, but we know our boy Jay, he's an absolute champion when it comes to uh, gay rights and the LGBTQI community. He's it must just have one been of them. hard man. He's one of the biggest supporters, and he's also a massive Raiders supporter. So there was a lot of a uh, lot of big questions going on there. I know that he was he was unusually quiet in our group chat. Let's just put it that way. Unusually
1: but, um... underlined <laughs> by about six or eight things, man. Like, wow. Yes, like you said, he does support the LBHQ and all that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. the Raiders. So very awkward situation for Jace, but you'll get through, buddy. Go with your heart.
0: Yeah, indeedy. So, yeah, make sure you check out Talking Hoops. Uh, The big preview of the Eastern Conference is in detail, too. You go through it with a fine-tooth comb. It's very, very cool. You can listen to it. But uh, the best way, I reckon, to consume it, head to the Facebook page, Grey Wolf ENT on Facebook, because that way you can pair it up to your TV via Chromecast. It's very, very cool. Keep your eye out, because we've got so much content. It is coming out of our ears here at the Grey Wolf Network. But, Nettie, this has been so much fun. In fact, we'll we'll have to do a Bound for Glory recap uh, in a couple of weeks' time once the dust has settled. But, uh, man, it's been a lot it's of fun. How fantastic. about we do that next time around?
1: Sounds good to me, my man.
0: Indeed. So make sure you follow us on the social media at the moment Grey Wolf ENT. That is the place to check us out. For Ned Tepper, I've been Nims Azor. You've been listening to Maximum Impact right here on the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. <laughs>